Revolutionary Greetings in Hotel Kwame Venture here. Welcome to the Turn to Your Royalty Warriors Team Huddle. Those who do not know what Warriors stands for, it stands for winning at receiving residual income over receiving salaries. Because we know that a job is not going to give you your most precious asset, and that's time. Residual income is a way to get back your time, get back your life, and grow your wealth so that you can live a life of abundance and help others along the way. So, um, so we don't really have any guests on here today. We're going to play this video. And I want you to take some notes because this is a very good video. And it's going to be talking about the emotional roller coaster. Now, the video's old. It's about, I think it's like eight years old. So a lot has changed in the network marketing industry since this video was created. Uh, because a lot of people now are using online meetings and stuff like that. So back when this video was taking place, most meetings were being held uh, in person live. We still have those. But now the industry's evolved to a point where you can basically get started a lot faster. So without any further delay, we're going to do a screen share. Um... All of us go through this. When I got started in this industry, I went through it. You know, I told a story years ago at a keynote for one of the national conventions uh, that, that I was doing at the time. And, and I talked about uh, a guy named Bob that got started uh, in the industry. Anybody ever seen that video on YouTube, The Motion Roller Coaster? Okay, so a few of you are probably familiar with this story that I'm about to tell. You know, and some people uh, think it's pretty funny, but when you kind of look at what you're going through in your business now and kind of hear what Bob went through, you're probably going to find some similarities, but it's definitely a teaching point in it. And I know uh, some of you may be watching this on video right now wondering why I'm wearing a white suit. We're in Miami right now for an all-white yacht party tonight, okay? Just have to throw that disclaimer in there. We're going to edit this part out while I'm talking right now. But people are going to be wondering why I'm wearing a white suit and they're watching this later when we're talking about the most of the roller coasters, all right? Y'all get it later. Okay, so back to what I was just talking about. At any rate, you have to be able to stay off of what I call the emotional roller coaster. Now, that was a guy named Bob. It actually got started, and Bob, I actually went to college with Bob. We were both on the dual degree program with Georgia Tech for Engineering and Physics. We also were co-op students that worked at the Georgia Power Company, and Bob was just as ambitious, or even more probably, than I was. When I got started in this industry, you know, he knew what I was doing. I talked to him about it. He was not very interested until after my first year when I left my job. Bob called me up, and he said, hey, Rico, I heard you quit. And I said, yeah, I said, well, I wouldn't consider it quitting because I don't quit anything. Bob, I retired. Retired at 21 years old. He said, yeah, I heard you retired. I heard you, you bought a new house. You bought a new car. I heard you're making, you know, over six figures in income right now, man, at 21 years old. That's incredible. Can you tell me more about your business? So Bob was pretty excited. We met up, and right away, Bob joined the business. Now, a lot of you, when you get started in this business, what's going to happen is you're going to be very excited. All right. And what you look what you're looking up here is a line graph. And up here, you're going to see from a scale of one to 10, your excitement level, 10 being the highest. Most times when you get started in this industry, your excitement level is going to be a 10. How many of you were a 10 when you initially got started? All right. 
You were excited. You were pumped up just like Bob. Bob was excited because he started thinking about the possibilities. He said, man, if Rico can quit his job, if he can buy his dream car, he can get a home built at this age, man, what could I do? Bob was excited about the possibilities. So Bob's excitement level was a 10 when he got started. Now, after Bob got started, I started walking him through what's the system, what we're going to do next. This is what you need to do in your initial training. Bob, before the next meeting, don't talk to anyone. Well, Bob didn't listen. Bob left that meeting and he decided he was going to call his mom and try to recruit his mom. Got his mom on the phone and she started ripping him apart, telling him, this is crazy. That's one of those pyramid things. You just wasted your money on that. In fact, Bob, you owe me some money. Now you're joining a business? Oh, no, you need to call and get your money back because I'm not getting in and you're probably not going to be able to get anybody else in. Focus on school. Now, what do you think happened to Bob excitement level now? It goes down. Because he's thinking that this person who raised him and nurtured him, person who loves him, person who's always been open and helped encourage him to succeed in life, he's thinking that this person is going to encourage him in the business. This person is probably going to want to join him or at least become a customer. At least a customer. But his mother told him he was crazy. So now Bob gets on the phone and Bob's called me and he say, hey, Rico, I was excited about this. I was going to get going, and I know I was just like you, going to leave my job after a year. But listen, Rico, I talked to everybody I know, and she said no. <laughs> now I want you to think about that. How many people get involved, even when you first got started, and you talk to one people, two people, or even three, and they say no. Now you get discouraged like no one wants to do it. A lot of people go through that challenge when they initially get started. So I, told, I said, Bob, you know way more than just one person. And Bob, you didn't even get the training. What, the information you told him probably was incorrect. Bob, I'll tell you what. If you're ready to start talking to people right now, get me on the phone with some people. Get me on the phone too. I'm going to show you how this thing works. In fact, let's set up a conference call this evening, and I'll get on the phone and I'll talk to a few people for you. So Bob called about 20 people, but he only got two people on the line. Two out of 20. So now what Bob is understanding, this is a numbers game. See, everybody you talk to in the beginning is not going to want to take a look at it, and everybody to take a look at it is not going to want to get started. So Bob was 2 or 20. He got two people on the line, two ladies, and one by the name of Sue and one by the name of Lisa. Sue and Lisa, halfway through, were excited. They said, listen, you ain't got to go any further. We've been looking for something like this. So now all of a sudden, what happens to Bob's excitement level? It's back up. Because he's like, man, I got two people on the line, and they said they want to join halfway through the presentation so they say you know what Bob we're gonna be at the next meeting when's the next meeting and it was Tuesday so they're gonna come out Tuesday night so Bob is excited now in fact Bob gets out his khakis he presses them has a little polo shirt Timberland boots and he shows up at the Tuesday night meeting with his business cards that he printed fresh off his printer before he left the house he gets there a little bit early goes up to the front and he starts laying those business cards on those chairs right at the front because he wanted his guests to be on the front row. He even invited 20 people himself. So Bob was certain since he had Sue and since he had Lisa showing up, they were going to get in, and at least out of 20, he can get a couple of more. He's going to have his first three, and in that business at that time, three made you free. Now, how many of you, when you first got in, that was your focus on getting your three? That's what everybody wants to do, get their three so they can be free. So Bob's sitting at the front of the meeting, 7.15 rolls around, me. He's getting started at 7.30. They don't show up at 7.30. They're not there. And the whole time doing the presentation, Bob is sitting right there next to the three empty seats. And the entire presentation, he continues to look back. 
see if anybody's coming in. Nobody's coming in. I'm looking at Bob. Bob's looking at me. Every 15 minutes, I can see it in his eyes. Yep, I'm going to quit. That's what it looks like. Anybody ever seen that look in the eyes of IBOs, right? You just know that it's probably coming. So Bob, at this point, is demotivated because Sue and Lisa didn't show up. So Bob leaves out of the meeting, goes and gets in his car, and on his way home, he starts, he starts listening to himself. Hey, why did you waste money and sign up for this business? Your mama told you you were crazy. You, should, you need to get your money back while you're in the refund period, right? So he gets home, he's thinking about it, and before he gets to his phone to give me a call to quit, Bob said he saw his answering machine light blinking. Now, we're talking about back in, it was like 2002, 2003. Y'all remember the answering machine? Some people in here are like, what is an answering machine? You used to have a little machine with a tape in it. You know, you press the button, it rewind back, and it'll play everybody who called. That's the answer. So the light was blinking on the answering machine. Bob pressed play, and it was Sue. Sue told Bob, hey, Bob, listen, I am so sorry. We couldn't make it out to the meeting night. We were on our way. Me and Lisa, we were super excited, but I got a flat tire on the highway. And as we pulled over, I was trying to change the tire, and it was a van that stopped, had seven guys in it. All seven guys started talking to us about where we were going, and we told them about this phenomenal opportunity. They said they want to get in. They said they're pretty excited about what's going on. Now, before that, Bob's excitement level had went down, didn't it? Because he had no-shows. He was about to quit. Now, at this point, they're saying that the next meeting, they not only want to come back to the meeting, but they want to bring those seven guys who were on the van. And all of them are excited about joining the business. Now what happens to Bob's excitement level? It's gone back up. Because now he went from two potential people who are joining the business, now to how many people? Nine. Seven more. So they're saying that they're going to bring all those people with them on Saturday morning to the training. So at this point, Bob's pretty pumped up. He goes out and he buys a suit. He said, Rico, listen, I'm taking this thing to the next level. Because it only took about 10 people to reach the first promotional level, him starting to make serious money. So he was pretty excited about it. In fact, the same thing. He showed up a little early that morning before the training started because we did a presentation before the training. But guess what? They still weren't there on time when the presentation started. He started out by the back of the door, looking out the door, seeing that they were coming. 15 minutes later, he was out in the hallway. Five minutes later, he was out in the parking lot. Five minutes later, he was gone. Right? Because he's like, man, it just happened again. How many of you recruit people and you're talking to folks about the business and they just magically disappear like a UFO picked them up or something? <laughs> they tell you they're going to be there. They tell you they're excited. They tell you they're going to enroll. But then they just never show again. We all wonder, like, where did they go? Maybe one day we'll find a warehouse and all of them will be in there. <laughs> the prospects that told you they were going to sign up on Friday, all of them are in one place. We got y'all now, <laughs> right? So it happened, and then on the way home again, he started to listen to himself. Talk about, hey, man, why are you wasting your money now? His excitement level going to wear. Right back down. He's thinking about quitting. In fact, he's already made up in his mind what excuse he's going to give me when he gets home to quit the business. And as he enters his, enter his, his apartment, goes into his room to pick up the phone to call me, guess what's blinking? The answer machine. He presses the play button, guess who it is? It's Sue. Sue said, oh, man, I cannot believe this happened again. Bob, we were on our way 
to the, to the presentation that morning in the training, and we were coming out of Waffle House, and it was this plant right across the street. People were out there picking, and they had signs. They started talking about how 400 people just got laid off, and all the people were outside talking about they were looking for a better opportunity, a better way. And so Lisa got up on the table, and she started telling them about this incredible opportunity. And all 400 people started cheering and said, when's the next meeting? Because they won't end. So guess what, Bob? Not only me and Lisa, not only the seven guys who helped us change our time, but all these 400 people, they won't end. So when's the next meeting? What happens, Bob? Excitement level. Bob, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. That's a popular song right now, right? Or, or, or she is would say, we are lit. <laughs> Word, you heard, it is, that's what it says, right? So the bottom line is Bob's super excited because now he's thinking, man, he went from just going to get free or just going to start getting paid a few checks to now he's about to start making a six-figure income. So Bob calls me up and said, Rico, I'm about to get serious about this. We're about to take this to the next level. See, because since I've been working at Georgia Power, I got some good credit, got some money in the bank. You know, I got some stuff saved up. So guess what? I'm quitting my job. And you want to get it going a little bit before you quit your job, don't you? So that's what I told him. I say, Bob, he say, nah, Rico. He say, listen, in order to be able to gain some success, you got to look like success. And not only am I quitting my job, I'm going out and giving me a new car. Bob rode up to the meeting on Tuesday in a Mercedes. So at that point, Bob said, listen, I was thinking we couldn't get all these people here because we don't have enough chairs. So, Rico, what I'm doing tomorrow is I'm renting a hotel room down the street with a ballroom so we can get all these people in there. It was only $2,500. I put it on my credit card. Now I'm starting to believe what Bob's mom said early on when he got started. Bob's crazy, right? $2,500 for the room, quit his job, got a Mercedes because Bob's saying, hey, it's time to go to the next level. So I showed up at the meeting the next day. I'm ready to do my thing. Hey, I'm pretty confident. Is his credit card for the 2500 not mine? So if it doesn't work out, at least it's going to be a learning experience. How many people had learning experiences before? And I have too. You know, I have too. So the bottom line is showed up. We're all excited. And the next thing you know, it's time to get the meeting started. And it's 730 and no one's there yet. 740. Zero people are there. 7.45, I look over at Bob, and it looks like he's about to die. <laughs> he's over there starting to calculate how much money he's put out, how much money he's not going to make, and it seems like he's not going to make it. But then all of a sudden, his cell phone rings. Gets the phone and looks at it, answers it. Guess who it is? It's Sue. Sue said, Bob, Listen. We came to the hotel, but we didn't see you. He said, you're here? Well, how many people are with you? All 400 people and the guys from the van. He's like, man, everybody's super. He said, listen, well, where are you? Just come down and like, tell me where you are. He said, no. But we actually went into a room where they were having a meeting. People were pumped up, and they were excited. They started passing our applications at the end. It was only $25 to get started, so all of us got signed up for Quick Start. Now, what you think happened to Bob excitement level? Long story short, I never heard from Bob again. He quit. See, what you call this is the emotional roller coaster. And see, the bottom line is each and every one of us, not only in this business, 
but in life go through sometimes that emotional roller coaster. And it's important to understand when you get started, you have to start building your belief level if you want to succeed. You have to start, you have to start building your belief level if you want to get off of this emotional roller coaster. See, because most people, when they get started, their belief level is low because they really don't know what to believe in yet. That's why you want to get them plugged into the system. That's why you want to get them plugged into different things that's going to help increase that belief, belief level. Because over time, what's going to happen once the belief level rises is going to help them match up you know, their success level because then they're going to stay here long enough and not worry about the ups and downs. All of us go through peaks and valleys in our life. All of us are going to go through peaks and valleys in our business. But it's about you staying consistent long enough over time to be able to succeed. Does that make sense? All right. So you'll never be uh, able to stay excited about anything above what your belief level is in that something. That's important for you to understand. You're not going to be able to stay excited. So you're going to be able, you're going to be riding that emotional roller coaster if you don't start believing in what you're doing. And unlike Bob, instead of listening to yourself, talk to yourself. You got to tell yourself that you're going to succeed. You got to tell yourself that you will start building your business. People will start getting involved. But it's about the training and commitment and connection that you have with your team. Control your thoughts and emotions or your thoughts and emotions will control you. If you don't start controlling your thoughts and emotions, your thoughts and emotions will control you. And the bottom line is leaders and top producers, all of them have a high belief. They have a confidence in where they're going. They believe in the possibilities. They're inspired by the possibilities, not the probability. You can't start looking at your situation right now and judge just because you've been involved and you've been involved for three months and you're still a bronze star and that means that you're never going to be able to make it. You've been involved for a year and you still haven't hit silver yet and you believe that you're never going to be able to make it. You can't start focusing on the probability. You got to continue to work on yourself. You got to believe that it's possible because over the course of time, it will happen. Well, that was the emotional roller coaster. So, what do you think about that? You get you want to share any notes that you might have took or things that you know struck out? Well, first and foremost, thank you for um, selecting that video because it's super. It's helpful to know that we all go through that, those highs and those lows. Um, just last week, you told me, I think you're on an emotional roller coaster. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm fine. I don't know why people are leaving the business. So, you know, I, I love what he said, um, uh, the possibility over probability, right? High producers are usually those who truly believe in themselves, the business, and the leadership. And if you don't believe in any one of those three aspects, it's going to be tough. You would definitely be on the emotional roller coaster for real, for real. Yeah. How about you, Ayo? You want to uh, share anything you got out of that? Yeah, I really, I really like the video because I kind of feel like I definitely have been on a roller coaster. <laughs> you know, it's been times where I was feeling like, oh, I just feel overwhelmed. I don't want to do anything else right now. Um, 
but I'm not gonna quit because I know that you know this was this is a gift from the most high and if I, you know I, I've already seen the vision of what's to come so you know I just take my little rest day and get back up and keep it moving mm. but it was just really good to see that you know that's to be expected but don't ever give up keep moving keep going forward so that that was like my biggest takeaway out of it don't give up and keep moving forward that is uh certainly a show enough yeah, yeah i discovered that video a few years ago um and you know it's it's been in my library because you know and that's what happens in this business, a lot of people get in this business and think that they're going to make a whole lot of money real fast. They they are excited because they see the opportunity. They have the vision. They see what this industry can do for them and the people that they know and they love and they care about. And what they do is they approach the people that they care about first. And most of the time, they're going to get rejected right off the bat. And so... They, it, you know, a lot of them just never even get started. You know, that'd be like, it's it, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, and so they never even get started. That's why it's important that when you bring somebody in here, that you plug them into a system. Let them know there's a system. If you want to and find out what their goals are and you plug them into that system mm-hmm. so that they know what to do because the system works. But did you hear, sorry to cut a portion real quick before you get off a system. What number did he say is needed to be, and that's, that's across the right. board. That and three. that's the same thing we have here. Three. Yeah. And it's like, um, and it's hard that you can't even find three people in your immediate circle to see this. Mm-hmm. And they should be able to find three people in their media circle to see this, but it just doesn't work that easy. Because the belief isn't there. Right. And you know what I'm saying it's the belief, yeah. The the program is deep, you know, that we yeah. have been conditioned to think yeah. that anything that's outside of the norm is a, is too risky. It's a scam and won't even take a look at it, you know, and it's a numbers game. It's, it's, you know, it's a numbers business. You have to, like I said, on his first time when he called 20 people, two two of them said they were going to come, you know, so they say out of 100, you may get 10 people and two will outdo you. But a lot of us don't even get to that 100. We might talk to 10 people, 15 people at the most, and, oh, this ain't going to work, and we just give up, you know? So you got to do this business and doing your life. When, when you, you know, on your everyday going about your business, you just want to share an opportunity. Like, for example, I saw the trailer of Wakanda forever today. And what did I do? I shared it on my Facebook page. You know, because, it, you know, I want to see it. I think it's going to be good. And I want other people to see it, too, because I think it's going to be a nice lesson in that 
movie when it comes out, you know, and that's all we try and do in this is try to transfer our belief to another person. But unfortunately, it just doesn't get there, you know, and you have to, you know, basically separate yourself from the negativity and link up with this, with the team, the people that's successful, you know, the people that's, you know, that's hard to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's, let's, let's unpack. Okay. I was, we, we had a conversation earlier today about, you know, if you're in a business by yourself, your family are not in your friends are not in, it's kind of just you. It can be a bit more challenging, right? If you're surrounded mm-hmm. by not necessarily negativity, but people that are just not in the know. That can be taxing on, you know, the person. Emotion. But emotionally taxing. But I do believe, you know, linking up, but then you have to go through, oh, you're acting different or that new thing got you doing A, B, and C, and you find that you don't want to do the things that you used to do. This pleases you, but you have to kind of find your balance in the people in my real, in my physical life, you can't say real anymore, but physical life who are not really into what I'm doing. How do I stay strong? How do I stay, you know, uh, in my right state of mind, so to speak? And I guess that's why they say you plug in. Power call. Yeah. You know, and I think the power call is like, you know, for, for, for me, you know, that's something that's in my calendar, on my phone. I got alerts because the first 15 minutes of the power call to me is my currency of belief. It's the fuel, you know, that keeps me, you know, moving forward because, you know, um, it's, it's really not that easy to get people to change, you know, because right. people are comfortable. People, and they don't think, they don't believe in themselves. First people of all. are comfortable and they're also hurting. Been hurt. In, in that, you know, I mean, we could do this all day long, uh, but what we know to be true is that someone just sent me something um, just about where we are presently in this space. So it's almost like if you don't believe in yourself or your ability, you better start believing, you know, yeah. because let's just say, what if we don't have a money, money? What if we don't have access to that? What else are we doing? How are we getting on from one person to another? You know, how are we treating one another? And I think that this business is eat like Io said, uh, she reminds me, you know, this business definitely reveals character. And a lot of us are, we don't believe in, our, in ourselves because we, we never really had to. We just go to work, make some money. We can put up an illusion. And now those walls are breaking down. So, you know. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Um... So, like you said, the walls are breaking down. I saw on um, LinkedIn, Business Today, over half the people in the United States, workers in the United States, are uh, basically um, are worried 
and concerned that their paycheck won't last till the end of the month. 58% of the people working. It, so, you know what that means though? We should be very busy. In a moment though, right? As we were reminded today, this is seed time. Yeah. So I think, I, I'm not really versed with paycheck LinkedIn. Paycheck is not going to make it. The paycheck is not covering this rising inflation that's going on. And it right. never will. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, that's why we are the return to your warranty warriors, winning at receiving residual income, making your money work for you instead of you having to work for yourself. You can't work 24 hours a day, but your money can do that. Right. You gotta put it in the right instrument on the right vehicle, you know, and let it happen, which makes right. this opportunity that we have so unique because you don't even have to grow a team. And I think that's the that will be the change for a lot of people. But before we we um go any further, is there I know we so for those that may see this as a replay or just out in the world, we have um rising meetings as well on Mondays and Fridays where we try to get together in you know uh intimate spaces to just vibe each other. And earlier today we spoke a lot about what is happening within um, our organization and all that we have access to. So Aya was just kind of saying like, wow, this was really helpful. You know, um, do you think that there's anything, Ayo, that uh, would be super helpful in this unpacking the fact that we have a solution to probably most of the problems in the world? That's global problem. Global problem. Let's see if she can unmute. I'm not sure. Mm. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? We yes. can hear you. Okay. Oh, maybe not. Okay. You're dragging though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How much you drinking? <laughs> Let me see. She... Okay, that's better. Is that going? Yeah, you go now. Go ahead. Yeah, you sound better I'm, now. I'm driving, so it's it's oh, oh, yeah. oh it work. okay, okay, great. I'm like I'm driving, so anyway, but um, yeah, I, you know, just people know how they can retire because that's what everybody wants to know, like. How can they get out of this rat race? So I really feel like the new certificates are going to be a rat really race. big hit. <laughs> we think so too. We're, he's laughing because um, he literally just used that term, rat, getting out of the rat race. And I was like, I wasn't in a rat race. He was like, you definitely were in a rat race. But you're right. These metaverse certificates are, they are, probably the best solution period I for the everyday person yeah the return you on say, your oh i thought i heard her say something yeah oh she yeah. just muted herself though okay yeah yeah the return I'll come on, back in whenever you can yeah yeah metaverse certificates are what's happening you know mm -hmm. they are right 
And, uh, you know, we have more understanding of what they are and how they are. Um, you know, it's just us. So we're not going to go too deep, but we will say that, you know, um, it's imperative that we join the calls. We look at what is being sent, right? Because we can, I will say, if you have $2,000 that you know you can, um, you have access to, you definitely want to consider putting it in a vehicle that's going to help grow, that will grow faster. Meaning $2,000 over a six-year period will, with compound interest can put you at $1.2 million. So that's a really great return on your money. Now, just think you send your child off to college or what have you. And as a graduation gift, instead of getting the VAT, you give them a, a $2,000 certificate. And by the time that they in school, they'll have several hundred thousands of dollars accumulated. And if they wait just two more years, if it took them you know, uh, four years to, to initially graduate, that's 1.2 million that's waiting for them, A, to pay off whatever they accumulated going. I mean, if this was just something that was available when I was 18 and, and the education, I feel like I've been talking about this all day long. It's just like, huh. When will people see the light? But we know that it's coming. And real quick. Yes. We are not giving anybody any financial advice. Mm. We're not financial We're not financial advisors. Okay. All we are doing is sharing with you an opportunity that we know works for us and many other people who see we want more in life than just working until we can't work anymore. Can you imagine that's such a raw deal, working until you can't work anymore? Yeah, look at all them people when you go to the grocery stores. These are old people who shouldn't be there anymore. They shouldn't have to be there. They should be able to enjoy the, you know, the latter part of their life, not standing up on a hard concrete floor, uh, ringing up groceries, mopping floors, and doing those things, you know, that young people should be doing, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, sad. hopefully this so will, sad. well, you it them. is, but there's a re new reality, you know, yeah. and it will be up to us, right, to continue to share, even though it may, and I'm speaking for myself, it could be daunting because we've been in this space solidly for 19 months and it's just like uh, 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 and then then you got to crawl back up but I too am not going to give up or give in because I know this is what we need so speaking of the metaverse certificates I have a little sticky here on my desk I don't know if y'all can see that not that well Keep, bring it closer no yeah that's right there You see it? I will have a Hera Metaverse certificate by 822.22. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make my calls. You know, we, we, 
We also talked about earlier today, your untapped market. You know, we may have, we might've ran through all the phone numbers that we have in our phone, but what about your Facebook and your Twitter and your LinkedIn and your, all your social media? That's a warm market, right? Because people know, you know, who you are. And, you know, they, they may just be waiting for you to inbox them like, oh, he inboxed me. I'm so excited. Let me see what he has to say. Or not. So, um, you know, this, this conversation or this meeting was really intended to have a conversation about the emotional roller coaster. And just know that we all go through it. It's not always uppity, uppity up, you know, even though we strive to stay up, there are times when it's kind of like, you know, like they say, those who can very well may not. Yeah. And those who you think may not can. Consistency is what it's all about. You know, yeah. you got to get in a routine and just be consistent about what you do. Like I say, I listen to Power Call six days a week. You know, because it keeps me plugged in, keeps me, you know, charged. And, you know, because, like I said, we've been in this this new opportunity for a while, you know, and uh, we could be doing a whole lot better. A whole, whole lot better, but it is you what know, it is. But it's, it is what it is. And it's finances. It's not like potions which people will you know it's so weird what we would actually spend our money on but you know yeah. i dig it so i would say it's uh 7 15 we can go until about what 8 15 no that's every, it's every other week oh 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 so it's not this week look at me i'm ready i got my list i'm ready to go i'm still gonna make calls though every other week yeah every other week Okay, well, <laughs> I don't do you like that. I'm listen. <clears throat> I have a metaverse certificate to secure. I know that. Got to pick up the phone. Even texting. I mean, obviously, calling people are gonna is gonna be so much easier. You know, um, uh, more more personable, and that's one of the things that we want to remember as we grow in this business. We don't want to be so digital that we are not in the physical, right? So I tell people we are the physical manifestation of a very very highly regulated virtual space. You know, in the human connection. Shout out to the human connection here in Richmond, Virginia. Um, we want to maintain that. Like we want to maintain our humanism. Like I want to be able to hug people. I know all the things, but that's what makes us human. I digress. So um, I don't know if this, I didn't watch it. Should we watch it first before we share with other people? Watch what? So this is Putin and China just did the unthinkable. And the West is in big trouble. Putin and China just did the unthinkable. And the West is in big trouble. You have to ask yourself, are Russia and China serious about this? The answer is yes. The alliance between Russia and China 
is awesome. And when I say awesome, I don't mean it in the Jeff Spicoli Fast Times at Ridgemont High awesome kind of way. Awesome! Totally awesome! I mean awesome in a dramatic shift of the entire world economic order kind of way. What happened this week is absolutely groundbreaking and was probably the biggest story of the last 30 years, but it hardly got any news coverage at all. Does that surprise any of you? Seriously, one of the most important stories of our lifetime happened this week and almost no one covered it. So what happened? While the United States was busy focused on January 6th hearings and whether or not Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was wearing fake handcuffs during her arrest last week, Russia joined forces with China to create their own new reserve currency. Officially. Yes, it's happening, guys. Just let that sink in for a moment. Let that wash over you. Let me explain what this means. This means that the new reserve currency won't be the U.S. dollar, for one thing, which is earth-shattering, right? But it's also earth-shattering for another few reasons. This new currency will be based on rare earth minerals, guys. Now, I've been saying this for a while, and that's why I'm personally investing in them, okay? Russia and China are moving their currency to gold, silver, uranium, nickel, copper, real tangible things, guys. This means that Russia and China are tying their country's fortunes to minerals that they bring out of the ground and then sell to the rest of the world. Just look at how Russia started stockpiling gold over the last 20 years, while the United States went further and further into debt and printing money. Just look at this chart. This is gold. Astonishing. And this was all happening right out there in the open. Here is a headline two years before the war with Ukraine broke out. China and Russia ditch dollar and move toward financial alliance. Yeah, and everyone else was ignoring it. And we've had some recent dollar strengthening a little bit, but that's peanuts compared to what's actually happening because these BRICS nations have been in the midst of a 20-year plan to de-dollarize, de-dollarize. Even before the Ukraine conflict started, both China and Russia were stockpiling gold and working on denominating transactions outside of the United States dollar. It was another secret that was all right there out in the open for anyone to pay attention to. This is a massive challenge to the U.S. dollar, which isn't based on gold or anything. If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know that it's based on air. Nothing since we moved off the gold standard in the 1970s. It's actually based on debt. Yes, the U.S. dollar is a debt-based currency. And the United States is $30 trillion in debt. So how do those two things work out for us, right? China and Russia are sitting on mountains of minerals that the United States and Europe are clamoring for. Frankly, they're begging for them, right? They'll place sanctions on Russia for almost everything else but the rare earth minerals that we need to survive. Kind of astonishing and hypocritical, if you ask me. The United States and Europe are facing a massive energy crisis of their own making. Not just because of Russian sanctions, yes, that's a major part of this, but because Western countries had years, years to become energy independent, and they blew it. Just look at Europe. They knew this was coming. They are solidifying their currency with real minerals, and the West is scrambling to figure out what the heck to do. So forget oil and gas for a minute. One of the most important minerals that comes from Russia is uranium. And did you know that the United States gets almost 50% of its uranium from Russia? Yeah, that's right. Now, how's that working out for us? Not very good. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has precipitated an already fast-accelerating global nuclear industry, as nations now must try to fast-track their pivots away from fossil fuels. So basically, in a nutshell, Russia has made it impossible 
for foreign leaders to trust Russia and China. And they're laughing all the way to the bank right now. <laughs> and that means the United States and Europe are in dire need of its own uranium production, something they don't have. Now, something unthinkable happened just a year or two ago that no one really talked about. European lawmakers approved a law designating nuclear as a sustainable energy source as part of a system that was intended to influence direct investments in clean energy. Now, Russia supplies about 10% of the world's uranium, but it could cut off supply to the world's nations at any moment. We just saw what happened with Gazprom, right, and the natural gas pipeline to Germany. Bloomberg has learned now that Gazprom actually declared force majeure on at least three European gas buyers. And everyone was freaking out about it just because they shut it off for a few days, right? And so now Russia and China fully leverage energy dominance to their geopolitical advantage, and everyone else is scrambling. And America is dangerously close to losing our uranium fuel industry base. We are nearly completely dependent on foreign uranium imports. So we have state entities that provide America with, with uranium. Russia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan. They're supplying almost half of all of the fuel used by America's nuclear reactor fleet. Think about that for a second. Our nuclear power plants, our nuclear reactors are reliant on Russia. Just let I think what's important to recognize is that China and Russia are not playing. And they need America for literally nothing. They knew this was gonna happen. <clears throat> they knew that um that they was gonna have to do what they're doing. They had already planned, you know, it was already all this was in the works for between Russia and China before they went into uh Ukraine. I mean, they had already made the pact before they went into Ukraine for this special military operation that Putin calls to denazify Ukraine and protect the people in the Donbass area that have been basically uh, under uh, attack and oppression since 2014. So this could have been avoided, but the United States government, they want to basically weaken Russia, which they'll never do, because they want the resources that Russia has for the global capitalists, Wall Street profiteers, and the Federal Reserve, and England. I mean, this is the continuation of what they've been doing. I mean, they've been at, they've been trying to get Russia since after World War One. After yeah, Russia, Russia, like, yeah, it's been yeah, a long. Time. They've been trying to destroy Russia for for decades. For decades. For so, where do you think that that leaves us? And we'll end on this because we don't want to go too too. Yeah, I was just like, wow. wow, right, right. Oh, what do you okay. think, Ayo? We watch this kind of stuff all day long, right? So for us, it's just like wow. But what what, what say you? Yeah, I was. I, I I'm like wow. And the you know the people are so ignorant they don't even know. Like our banks shut down tomorrow. Right, and you see the thing is. There's other energy sources other than uranium. They have nuclear fusion, which is not nuclear energy. So there are other energy sources. He was kind of pitching this his that that company. Right. But what he said prior to that is really the United States is shooting himself in the foot. They really are, you know, because they're not going to bring down so Russia. You know, they're not going to get the resources from China and Russia. You know, for years, they try to keep Russia and China at odds. Well, that's over with now. You know, they've joined forces. China's got the biggest economy in the world. We, I mean, you can go anywhere in your house and pick something up and you'll see made in China. 
And prior to that, it was made in Taiwan. And Taiwan is part of China. Right. You know, so it's like we don't manufacture anything, you know, and our dollars based only on the war machine. That's why they we got the largest war budget on the planet because the people and you see the thing is smaller countries have had dished a dollar like Syria. And so they go in there and try to destroy Syria, but Russia's helping Syria withstand the United States and NATO, right? So they can't do that to Russia. They did it to Libya, you know, when they abandoned the dollar. They did it to uh, uh, Iran. They've done it to, well, they didn't go in Iran, but they did it to uh, uh, what's that? Iraq when they, when they dropped the dollar. So it's right. like, and all these sanctions that they've been putting on these countries just making it worse right. for, saying, for us. We we're just gonna need a dollar alone. We'll 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 join force with BRICS, you know, with the right. alliance between China, Russia, India, Brazil, and South Africa. I think Iran has applied to join BRICS. So it's like <clears throat> the dollar dominance is coming to an end. It's coming to an and end. And that, but you know, I someone said the banks here will never close. Do you they're know closing. what's happening in the world? Like they're closing, legit, but you just can't tell people anything. What were you going to say, Ayo? Nothing. I'm just still baffled by, <laughs> like, and, and, you know, he was all like, they're not even talking about this in the news. Everybody oh, no. still, they're, they're like, I had someone ask me, I was telling them about the certificate and, and she's like, well, you know, my money is, is back in the bank, but I have an FDIC. What is it bank? What is it back with? You know, your company. And I'm like, well, it's on the blockchain. Once it's set, that's it. Yeah. But yeah. side note, I always tell people they also need to have physical gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to own tangible and small increments, physical silver, because when push comes to shove, if the total collapse of the economy happens, you know, gold has been, has stood the test of time, has been used as a means of exchange. And gold grows in value. You know, it's never going to be worthless. Never, because it has industrial uses and it's just the most precious metal that you can have. You know, it's erosion free. It doesn't rust. It doesn't dull. It just stays there, stays shiny, and grows in value. You know, so want to say. So that. we we have a remedy for that as well. So if you're seeing this as a replay, um, and you are interested in gold and silver, you know, just drop us a line and let us know because. What else are we going to do? We can't Don't keep denying. This. One basket. Right. And we cannot deny. Like we legit cannot deny what's happening. So right. the best thing to do is to safeguard ourselves to the best of our ability. Grow your food. Grow whatever you can within your, your walls. You know, yeah. whatever you can outside. Get your security, however that may look, you know, for you. Um, but just for a moment, imagine if there were no, there was no real food in the stores. There was no real, there's no gas to get from point A to point B and, or you cannot withdraw any of your cash from the bank. Can you imagine? 
Mm. Yeah, and so you need to have canned goods. You know, the goal should be to get off the grid. To have total sustainability in your home where you can harvest rainwater, right, and, and have your own electrical backup. Solar energy uh, is probably the most convenient thing to use, you know, for a homeowner is have solar power with backup batteries. You know, that should be, well, that's that's definitely what we're going to do. We're, our goal is to get off the grid, doing. you know. Mm -hmm. We're going to get off this grid, you know. I uh, just watched uh, one of our, well, one of my associates. They they, they uh, built these, a thing called a sister. And it basically captures the rainwater, you know. And so you don't have to depend on government supplying you with, with water, you know, because water is life. So you need to have a source of water. So you should have water stored in your house too, you know. Yeah. Preparation is always better than desperation. Wait a minute now. That sure enough is the truth. And the more prepared we are, just, yeah, just the less desperate we will be. Can you imagine if everybody in your neighborhood was prepared? Nobody ain't trying to, well, within the neighborhood, is not trying to steal from you, you know? And that's going to be a real thing. People trying to take what you have, you know? Um, uh, Hopefully we can get this word out, right? So people say, well, like I said, okay, everything goes down. What are you going to do? Well, at least you know that you had some preparation. You, you, you were able to uh, acquire solar panels. You were able to get the system so that you can get the rainwater. You were able to, you know, accumulate some seeds. You were able to, you know, you could get uh, uh, solar blankets. There are things that this, I don't want crypto. I don't want to do this could be an intermediary for so many other things that will help you to get mm -hmm. prepared. So. Back to the energy thing, right? Mm -hmm. There's a book called The Emperor Wears No Clothes. Mm. And on the back of that book, there's a, a hundred thousand dollar challenge to the world. I remember the first edition there was a ten, it was ten thousand. Now it's a hundred thousand. We proved oh. the statement on the back wrong. But in short, basically it says that hemp can meet all the world's energy needs and at the same time clean our environment, you know, say and clear out, clean our air because, you know, and it's, it's basically makes a, 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 a environmentally friendly fuel. And, oh. you know, but, <clears throat> but the powers that be Rockefeller and the big oil companies don't didn't want that to happen. That's why they made cannabis hemp marijuana illegal because they know the potential that it could do to free up countries and wouldn't have to depend on fossil fuels. They could grow their own hemp and produce their own fuel. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know before we discovered whale oil and the oil that we use, we used hemp oil for our lamps, lamp lanterns. It liked the way it was hemp oil. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, cannabis, hemp, it's just, it's, you know, yeah. the most high is not going to bliss us with what we can't use, you know, right. and it's of nature. So, yeah, that was the number three crop, crop in the United States during the enslavement of our people. Right. Yeah. Behind cotton and tobacco, hemp was number three. It was the law, you had to grow it. Mm hmm. 
you know, wow. but because it was so labor intense after slavery, you know, it wasn't worth, it wasn't financially feasible to continue to, to, to use, to produce it and use it as they did because they came up with synthetic fibers and stuff like that. But then they discovered an invention called the decodicator machine in the 1920s. Mm. And an article came out in Popular Mechanics uh, touting this plant to be the new billion dollar crop. Mm. Billion dollar crop. This was in the 1920s. But the wow. government and the oil companies said, no, we can't do this. So they basically came over to America. Well, we, I'm getting off subject. But anyway, yeah. It's Just so letting much us that know that you know. like to read, baby. That's all it's that is. So much we don't know. You know, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, the system is just so corrupt. It is. They don't care it about. They don't care about me. All they care about is lining their pockets. You know, and yeah. Exactly. So the time is so near. It's, right. it has to, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. So we brace, right? We can't stop it, but we brace. So let's just continue to lock arms. Let's continue to to. Uh, have our alone time so that we can think, we can have, you know, receive our downloads um, yeah. and just do what we can to not close ourselves off to new information. Because you look at the world is on fire. Europe Literally. On fire, California's on fire. Every place, I mean, the place is burning down because they don't respect Mother Earth. Oh. Mother Earth is crying out. She's telling them, y'all better get it together. And if not, I'm coming for those assets. <laughs> now, nah, um, so stay grounded. Yeah, stay, stay grounded. Ooh, I like that, babe. Stay, stay. grounded. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Well, this has been. This is the second conversation that we've had today, um, and this is uh, just as great as the first. Thank you again for um, bringing that emotional roller coaster to the forefront, so that we, you know, we just know that. Yeah. We're not alone in our feeling. Yeah, you know, it's part of the course, you know. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll put it in the chat so that you can share with people if you want. Okay. And we'll upload this and put it on YouTube. Share this as well. So, again, you know, let's Until just take stay. Until next time. Be safe. Peace. Okay. Out and love. Bye.